All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to another, another episode of Mission Mementos Podcast. I am so looking forward to this interview because I have the great, the great Ebony Travis on here. She was the host for my Visionesis Conference. She actually supported my Woman on the Mission. She was very active on the Woman on the Mission Summit. And I just love what she does. Um, you know, generally this podcast is about the journey of entrepreneurship, but we're taking a different approach because you can have entrepreneur attributes, but you can still love your job. I said that in my workshops. I've said that in actual speakings. If you have watched on my actual social medias, you can love your job and still have entrepreneur end devourers and impact this world. You know, I know um, a previous speaker, she was a lawyer. And she still impacts the world by her public speaking and, you know, doing travel and stuff like that. So, Ebony, welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Shay, for having me. I really am excited about this. <laughs> so, uh, can you just tell the viewers, um, introduce yourself and give a little background background about yourself and where you're from? Oh, sure. So, as Shay said, I'm Ebony Travis. Uh, married name is Tishner. So I'm Ebony Travis Tishner. Uh, I'm based out of Dallas, Texas, and I was raised in Texas, uh, but born in Joliet, Illinois. Um, I, my mom raised me as a single woman, and she is everything to me. I'm actually a caregiver to my mom today. She lives with my husband and I. Wouldn't change a thing. Um, let's see. I've been in corporate America for 24 years this year with the same company. I know. Mm. What am I thinking? But you know what? I love it. And I wouldn't change a thing there either. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a mother to two fur babies and I am married to a wonderful, wonderful man. And we've been together for 22 years and let's see, married for only going on eight years. Oh yeah. You don't break what's not broken. So we didn't get married until later on into our relationship, which is awesome. And let's see here. And he works for Boston Scientific. So we, you know, live, breathe mm. Boston Scientific and we love it. <laughs> that is great. Um, yeah, I do like to stay on script a little bit, but we're going to have to bring a little bit of topic about that one of, you know, how to basically deal, you know, like I like to have a little bit of an Add, adding on nuggets to add on to our viewers, you know, because, you know, working with your significant other can be interesting and some people can't do it. <laughs> I am a living testament that I have a golden rule. I cannot work with my significant other. Um, it has, it's been bad, but honestly, I think it's honestly because I just haven't had, I haven't had the right partner. That's what it is. I think it's really honestly the right partner because then you're going to one, I'll be able to focus, but then like, I mean, like I remember one of my previous partners, like, yeah, I want to be mesmerized by you. I don't want to be mesmerized by my partner. I want to be, I want to be in tune with getting, being that go-getter and then knowing like, okay, I can have a quick like kiss and then go back to work, right? Type of thing, whatever, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, like I don't need you to be hovering over me or 24 seven. I, I honestly, it, it, it honestly, it, it makes me more attracted to someone that actually is a go-getter than somebody that just is lax and lazy. So we not can go too much on a tangent, but we are definitely gonna bring that up a little bit throughout this podcast. So um, going back onto script, you know, all my viewers probably know by now, uh, what is your 2021 word? My word is intentional. I think that's my word for a while. I don't, it might surpass 2021, but for now my word is intentional. So what is your 2021 word? 
I know. I'm curious what your word is because. Well, Shay, I got to tell you, it's intentional as well. I kid you not. I'm not even making this up. It is intentional. Be intentional with what you want. Be intentional with yourself. Be intentional with knowing that it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay. All right, yes, you, and Jamie, you and Jamie, my Visionistas family, y'all canceled off because y'all, y'all taking my word, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh no, I can't change my word. That's my word. It's on my board. It's on my vision board. <laughs> okay. I need to see a picture of this now to verify that you actually chose this word before you had <laughs> these questions. I, what you got these questions like the, yesterday, right? So, okay, I need to see a visionary board and then I'll verify if, <laughs> if, if, it, if it's true. So you need to send me a screenshot through Facebook Messenger and confirm that that was your word. I'm just I messing with it. you. I'm just I messing know with you, you are. So, so, okay, so you're in corporate America. You've been there for 23 years. Mind you, everybody, that's rare. People leave their jobs. I'm living proof of it. If you're not happy then your company must be great, first of all, because a lot of people sometimes down, a lot of companies downsize and everything like that. And for them to see that you're still an asset to the company when they probably downsize, upsize and everything like that, and you're still there, that means that you're an asset to the company. And that's one thing that I tell, I also teach in my actual coaching and in my speeches is you got to be an asset rather than a liability. Like I, I work a nine and tail. I call it nine and tail because Basically, until my job, until my truck is empty, that's what it is. So um, I left in 2017, went on an entrepreneur frenzy, investigated and stuff. And I said, you know what? I got to get more intentional about what I'm doing and I need to have something mm-hmm. to solidify. So even one of my best friends, he's got him and his him, him and his wife got a network marketing company that they do on the side. They did extremely well last year, made six figures. And he still does his actual business. He said, you know, how the new new 21st century entrepreneurship mm-hmm. compared to how it was back in the 90s and 80s mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you can get away with leaving your job and going full throttle. Now, it's not a good idea. It's really not a good idea. And some people are actually keeping it because of benefits. If they're an employer, why would you leave? Why would you want to pay for benefits, you know, and stuff like that if you don't have to? You know, so look at the way out the pros and the cons. And I always, always recommend people about being an asset over liability. Like I came in when I came back in 2019 with FedEx, I completely told them I I basically had two non-negotiables. I said, I want to have my same base pay and I want to pick my own schedule. I still, but now they was like, that's, that's a steal. They was like, all right, you get to pick your own schedule. You got to give us at least two to three weeks in advance and always be my schedule. Only one time they broke that, broke that, um, that, um, agreement. It was, and it was, it was emergency related. We were behind because we had a weather storm. So they mandated me to come on my off day. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, I literally had, they have basically followed through. If I needed six days off, like I recently had the summit. I had five days off. They didn't call me. They knew I had my three days requested and then I had my normal days off. It was fine and stuff like that. You know, when I need to basically take off, because most times I'm taking off because of entrepreneur here and there. Yeah. I'm taking off for self-care now yeah. and I'm being more intentional about making time for my business. I'm being more intentional about 
what you know like i'm i'm seeing a sacrifice like i have people like ebony that's why i brought her on to really get me motivated to keep on going in my mission and i'm loving it i'm loving it so to get back on with ebony where did corporate america start with you in general so that we can start talking about that and oh. we'll transition a little bit about entrepreneurship well, you know, I thought back in my day, I was going to be, you know, Texas pageant girl because I was doing, you know, Texas USA, Miss Texas USA pageant. So I was Miss Lost Colinas for a few years. Um, so, you know, appeared on Miss Texas USA in South Padre Island on TV. Um, you know, I thought I was going to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, you know, did that, um, all of that for a short stint and realized that none of that was going to pay the bills. And so I, you know, and I, I was taking care of my mom as well. And I knew that I had to set priorities, but I also knew that I wanted to still have fun and live life. And I knew I could do it all. And therefore I went through a temp agency and I stumbled upon guidance. I just finished a, uh, a stint of, um, you know, cheering and doing a, a pageant, uh, our Texas USA pageant. And so I went in and I, applied for a temporary job, uh, walked in, interviewed for it and was a temp for like a month. And I got the job permanently because it was a temp to hire. So uh, typically they make you wait 90 days. I got it in 30 days and I started as an admin. I started as a receptionist to an admin and worked my way up in 1997. And, and I have been continuing to climb my way up the ladder You're a director now so what, what's your yeah. what's your ultimate goal what's your ultimate goal you know my ultimate goal is to be um like my one of my mentors which is a chief diversity officer mm. i would like to to lead you know diversity equity and inclusion initiatives for the organization um i'd love for it to be boston scientific uh, you know I, I don't know what the future holds but right now my focus is to really learn the role i'm in today in mm. this director role. Uh, I'm a director of global human resources and equal employment opportunity policy programs and audit. That's a lot, but it's a great job, a great opportunity. And it still allows me to work a little bit in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space, especially when we think about the equal employment opportunity work that I'll be doing and so much more, right? Our affirmative action programs, things like that in the U.S. Um, but yeah, my ultimate goal is to be a chief diversity officer. I feel like I can make a change and impact and continue to help people um, because I love helping people. I really, truly do, especially our employees. I really do. I care. Man, that, that, see, this is why I tell people that you can still love your job, but do things to impact this world. You know, um, I, I love Ebony's story. She's like, first of all, I don't, I don't know if I qualify to be on your podcast because, you know, I'm not a full throttle entrepreneur. I'm like, I'm like, no. You got entrepreneurial attributes because the simple fact is she hosted the Visionistas conference recently and I saw it in her. And then when I saw her bio and I saw how she conduct and carry herself, I mean, and then at the same time, she does certain things that entrepreneurs do. She got a mentor that, you know, like, I mean, like even like my, my guy mom, she works, she's a principal to a school. She has a mentor. So people like at the end of the day, if she wanted to, she can branch off and go full throttle entrepreneur with her, with her skill level. But at the same time, this is why I have the three components of position yourself to either fire, partner, or own your boss. She's in a process of she possibly can partner with her boss longevity because she keeps on hiking the ranks. 
So I, I commend you because it takes, it takes a lot of hard work and skill to basically know that. And for her to, for her to keep on thinking outside the box and her still, she, you know, for, she does like charity work from time to time. She does. Um, these are all things that any entrepreneur needs to do anyways. They need to do philanthropy work. You know, mm-hmm. one, your accountant's going to get on you and say, hey, you need to get, get rid of X, Y, Z money anyways. Two, you should want to do it because it's nothing like seeing that face. You know, when I'm, you know, when I've announced to the 2021 Young Woman on a Mission uh, scholarship, she was shocked. She was shocked that she won. And um, we trying to make, I'm trying to finalize and make arrangements because she actually is local. Because I like to, if, if they're local, I like to give it to them in person. But if it doesn't work out, I'll just mail it to her. I know she got a, she got a busy schedule, but I'm definitely going to launch her video very soon. And giving back is something very meaningful to me. And just this podcast is giving back, you know, because if it touches one person, it's nothing like when that one person like, hey, I listened to your video and it was fire, you know, like, I mean, and then like, you know, some people in the beginning when it was like the first, like less than 10 episodes, they like, yo, you got something going on. Keep at it. And now like I reached out to that same person that said, keep at it. I'm like, yo, I'm at episode 19. Like, wow, that's fire. Keep on going. So it, it, it's really just, that's what I'm all about. And, but at the same time, the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, this made me lead to the next question for you, Ebony. Name a time when you had to face adversity and you contemplated going further in corporate America. You know, I think a lot of that is where I, um, when trying to go further, sometimes I may have thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. Mm. Um, so, and, and, you know, and rightfully so when I look back now, I, I, I do not regret anything that I, the choices I've made, I've taken steps forward to take steps back. So when I was promoted into management positions and I felt like something just wasn't right, there was something I, I was still missing. Um, I, I decided, you know what, I'm probably going to need to take a step back um, before I can come back and truly make an impact. So I did, but that step back was actually the best decision I could have made because it landed me in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space as a full-time consultant working with my mentor and then allowing me to continue to move up and get right here where I'm finally ready to be a director doing the work I'm doing today. So the adversity is that, you know, people said I didn't have this or that. And I felt like, well, I have it. What, what am I missing? I don't get it. Um, but I get it now. Now I get it. As I sit here and I do this work at this level in this role, and I'm thinking, wow, I love the strategic thinking and this planning and it's awesome. And then I'm like, oh, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. And it all makes sense. So when people say to you, there's something else, there's a, a secret sauce you need. There's this, this one ingredient you need that'll just, it'll just top it off versus fighting it. Just pause and think about what is it and you'll figure it out. It's like a puzzle. You'll figure it out. And when you do, it's amazing how it feels. Oh man. I love that. I love that because the fact of the matter, yes, it's puzzles. It's puzzles when you come into life. You know, um, I talk about my journey of mental health, you know, from time to time of how, you know, at one point I wanted to commit suicide. And now, um, 
um, I'm at a point where I no longer want to end my life, but want to impact other people's lives. I don't, you know, go off as a victim. I go as a victor. And you sometimes do got to take a step back. You got to basically recognize when it's necessary for take care of you. You know, I basically came in when it, when I started really being intentional about my journey and my mental health. I said, you know what, I, like holiday times, it's still a little bit more, but I'm more stronger each but by each and every year. But holiday time used to be tough, you know, like especially after my grandmother passed away, you know, the the limitations of my family ties and stuff like that. It holidays was tough, you know, my birthday is November 10th, then it's Thanksgiving, then it's, you know, then it's Christmas, then it's New Year's, then it's Valentine's. I was just like bam, 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 bam. And now it's like, okay, I'm fine with, with it. And I'm, you know, I was talking to my close and best, best friend. I call her my G mom. And I said, <laughs> you know, I think about diversities that I've been through and I, diversities that some people didn't even go get to go through, you know, like my mm-hmm. um, God rest her soul, my um, young cousin, she died at 20, um, 25 and she didn't get to live to have kids. She didn't live to, you know, marry her, her fiance, you know, and it really puts into perspective that sometimes taking a step back and reflecting on your life is okay. Just because everything is, you know, like one thing you didn't mention is like, you don't have any kids, but that's okay. You got fur babies, you know, you got, you got a great husband. And then at the same time, like, you know, we, I told you we was going to go into the husband part and everything like that. Um, you know, how you and your husband didn't rush. And, you know, that's one thing that I commend you for, because like, some people do rush into relationships. Some people rush into marriages mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. flops. And then some people stay in marriages too long when they need to get out of it. You know, I literally was delivering to one lady and she's like, yeah, that's all my husband's stuff. We've been married for 16 years. He gets to go. I'm like, I'm like, wow. <laughs> and it's the whole thing is like, sometimes it's sparkly. Sometimes people are not, you know, I know where I stand in life and anybody that's with me got to add one. They got to, you know, one of my um, entrepreneurs, matter of fact, she was a speaker, Juanice. And she talked about releasing the hostage, you know, in our in our coaching program, she said, she like, if you ain't trying to add value to my business, if you ain't trying to add value to what I got going on, then you can't, you can't be in my circle. And she's a mental health counselor. And I'm like, that hit home. Another thing that she hit home in the summit, she said, I am a boss, like literally like every day. And I'm like, I'm a boss every day because of the fact that I'm getting up. People are not seeing the behind the scenes before I go in and start. Right. I knocked out 150 stops today. People are not seeing that I'm getting up at five, four or five o'clock doing two to three hours prior to going to work of business work, mm-hmm. sometimes self-development, mm-hmm. but literally at least two out, two of those hours are definitely hands down business. And it comes with, we got to just keep on working at what it is you know you can't just be so you can't just be just just a minimalist everybody is right. you know like I, I say this all the time I'd rather be weird than average you know like we all have our weirdness and it, it, it you know like literally that's one thing I, I mean you have your weirdness that draws into me and attracts me and like I'm like I love it like she's like like literally like her energy like she just came back from running she's like Hey, this will give you not let this let you know I'm being my workout. I mean, I'm like, that's cool. Be comfortable. You know, so I feel like putting on a, a you know, like, I mean, I'm always in my fetish gear. So I like to dress up on my, sometimes dress up a little bit. I need that. Some, I'm, I think I'm going to spin up and put this in a bun or something like that. The next one, next one or whatever. So like, I'm like, it's been down a little bit too much. So I'm, I mean, like literally, you know, but overall, it's just amazing to hear your story. And we got to go into a little bit about the husband. 
what do you recommend with somebody that works with somebody, whether it's whether it's on employee side or on an entrepreneurial side? Wow. Well, you know, lucky for me, him and I, we work in different sides of the business. So he's on the ground. He's our sales division. So he works on the sales side. I'm what they call the corporate function. So I'm always inside, right? Um, but we do cross paths, right? Because of our policies, processes, you know, benefits, et cetera, you know, anything that kind of comes through the, the newsletters, things like that. Um, and I got to say, not every day is always perfect. Uh, you had me laughing when you said, I don't need him hovering over me while I'm going through my work, you know, da, 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 da. And it, it, it made me giggle a little bit. Cause I'm like, yes, when he does that, when he is home and not out in the field with his physicians and he's looking over my shoulder at me typing up emails. I'm like, can you not go to your den or to your man cave, please? <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, we, I, I actually love it. I do love that he works for the same company I do because we both have the same passion for yeah, what we do. Yeah, going to work company, together? Yeah, yeah, no, drive yeah drive no, no. So he's sales. So he goes to hospitals. And because I'm corporate and I'm a remote employee, so something else people may not know is what's really unique about my role is I've always been based out of Dallas. We're based out of uh, Massachusetts, Minnesota, and California. I've never been based in a corporate office. I've always worked for my home office. So I've really been blessed to be a remote employee and still build a lot of street credibility in my company being a remote employee. That's a whole new topic on how you navigate. Oh my gosh, being remote, a remote um, employee. Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah. So I don't drive into an office. I I literally walk to my desk. But um, in all seriousness, I do love that he works for the same company as me. He's been there for eleven years. Um, I brought him in. He was actually just so you know an entrepreneur himself. He always had his own businesses. He was a excavation utilities owner. He had his own business for that and his own staffing company. So he was always an entrepreneur, IT business on the side, financial advisor. And he just woke up one day after his grandmother passed away and um, she had had one of our pacemakers. And he said, you know what? I just want to do a job that makes me as passionate about it like yours does. So he came and joined our company, went to school to get the med device experience for 30 days past. And... Um, here he is today, successful, and he, he likes it, loves it. I love love it. He likes it. Um, but no, he loves it. It's just sometimes there's good days, bad days, right? <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I think in order for it to work, and even as entrepreneurs, I've seen some couples that work together uh, and they work you know, together, they partner in their businesses. And I, I see some of the angst that they face. I think a lot of it is you have to give yourself permission to separate. Because mm. your, your world is colliding. You're together 24-7, personally and business. You, you need to find your own identity. And, yeah. and Robert and I have our own identity. Robert, we have a ranch. So he goes out to the ranch, does what he wants on the weekends. Ebony's at the spa, getting a facial, getting her nails. You know, Ebony's over here and husband's out at, at the ranch. But You've got to separate yourself. You have to go. It's like you, Shay. You know what you want to do. You're self-developing. You're getting up in the morning. So you're doing your thing. And you're doing that. And, you know, your partner isn't over there with you doing all that. They're either asleep or, you know, whatever they're doing. But you're you're doing that all on your own. When that time somebody... comes, my partner. Because I'm single yeah. to the fullest okay. right now. Single See, and blessed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just 
you have to you have to make sure that people have their own identity. When you first start dating, it's love, 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 love. But you have to remember, don't lose sight of who you are. Because mm. if you do, that's when 10 years later or 16 years later, you're going to be like, I, I didn't do anything for myself. Mm. So I just, him and I, we just, I, I, I love that best. concept because in previous relationships, I did lose my, I was like so absorbed trying to be the best best girlfriend and all this and I'm like you know what I'm losing myself like I mean I remember one time I my, like my my business was like just about to skyrocket met somebody boom business went on a just like on a hiatus for a brief period and I'm like you know what I can't I like until I get to a point where I'm strong enough to do both right now I'm just mm-hmm. blessed that I'm building and impacting others you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that because you know, I do know that at times you can lose yourself when you're in tune with a relationship, but the true partner is not going to, one, they're going to be your motivator. They're going to be, they're going to be supportive of what you're doing. And, you know, like, I mean, I've talked to, you know, like, um, Delisha, she was one of the summit speakers. Um, and she, I went to college with her and, um, you know, her and her husband both went to college, we went to college and she talks about how, you know, their, her agenda when she's raising her daughter and how he's at work doing his job. And then when she's, when he gets off, she has some R and R time. And then when she's done with her R and R time, the done with a little bit of family time, she'll go full throttle into her business. And, it's just really honestly the communication and really like letting them know like that's why mm-hmm. like I see it in anybody that has families anybody that has kids anybody that's married the one of the biggest things when I expect when it comes to entrepreneurship when it comes to even the, your job that you are passionate about y'all gotta communicate like in it like the last thing you want to do is your kids get older or your hus- husband gets older and doesn't even know what you're doing like yeah. if somebody asks like hey what did your wife do I don't know she works for some company that means that one, there's, there's some, there's some little like friction in that, in in that situation right then there, because if I can't say, oh, my husband does this, at least say a one liner, then that means that you don't even show interest into what your significant other does, you know, and stuff like that. That means that, you know, like you might not have, like, we don't always have to have all the same interests, but we do need to know what it is. You know, like I read this book called, um, how to, I think it's right near me, matter of fact. One of my next books It's called, it's by Elena Cardon, Build an Empire, How to Have It All. And she talks about, um, that's one of my books that I have to read annually. And she talks about how you got to get everybody on the same page. Mm. Everybody mm. got to be on the same page. Kids, mm-hmm. partner, mm-hmm. you know, assistant, whoever's in your inner core, they all got to be in the same alignment otherwise it's gone some you gonna fall through the craps that's how honestly marriage has happened that's how marriage has honestly failed because y'all not communicating y'all like y'all avoiding certain things like one of the things that i do know a lot of people avoid is money they don't want to talk about the money then the second thing is they don't want like um one of my clients i said okay do your kids even know what you do he's like kind of okay so when y'all have family meetings what do y'all talk about this stuff so that's 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 a that's a problem within itself, and I'm like, you gotta you gotta handle that, you know, and stuff like that, you know. Like he's like, I'm about to pull back and you know focus more on the family, and I'm like, that's fine, but literally like repelling away from your goals and your passion is not the way to go. Getting everybody right. on the same page is the right mm-hmm. way to go, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it is all about, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, 
overall, so how does corporate America align with entrepreneurship in the benefit? What do you think? Well, so, you know, I know being an entrepreneur, it requires you to really give up yourself. You know, you're taking risk, mm-hmm. right? You are, you're going out there, you're putting yourself out there, um, you know, personally, professionally, even emotionally, because there's the ups and downs of the yes and no's and, you know, just trying to make sure that you're, 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 you're reaching those goals. Well, when you think about corporate America, it's not, it's not too different because, you know, you're trying to do everything you can to one, be successful in the role that you're in two, be able to accomplish your goals in getting to that next level. And three, you're putting all of yourself into it as well. I I can tell you, I love working. I'm a workaholic. I Mm. own it. I do because I love what I do when I'm, when I'm doing something that I, that is going to make me learn and grow. And that it's not something that I can just get up in the morning and just repeatedly do, right? Make a call, shuffle a paper, send an email. No, what I'm doing, I literally have to learn it and know it um, because it, it re- revolves around local laws, regulations, you know, um, making sure that we're abiding by, you know, the state, local state laws, things like that, right? When we're updating policies. So I know I've got a lot to learn and that excites me. Mm. And so like, even as an entrepreneur, you think about the challenge that you might have, but because you want it so badly, you know, it's going to excite you and it's going to make you work hard to get what you're trying to accomplish as an entrepreneur, right? It's, it's somewhat the same in corporate America. You're having to do that. Um, You know, granted, you're putting all of your personal financial fund on the line there as you are building your business. There's no doubt about it, right? Unlike working in corporate America, we know we're going to get that steady paycheck. Right. So, of course, there's going to be some differences. But at the end of the day, when it comes to goals, accomplishing them and getting up every morning and being intentional with what you want to do, it's the same. So that's in a nutshell for me. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's really like you got to you got to want it. You know, that's I tell it. people if you want better. You got to go out and get better. You know, mm-hmm, um, you mm-hmm. can't be complacent. Um, comfortability. I don't care if you're in the job or the job that you love and stuff. You can't be comfortable. Like you, you seeing how the growth that you want, you can get comfortable if you wanted to, but at the same time, you, yeah. you got to be a lifetime learner to excel and be passionate. In life. Like I know some, like, you know what the whole thing is? Like I see the difference between me and how some people hate their job. They hate their job mm. because they have no outside meaning. They just come to work, like you said, and then they just go home and they do it all over again. Mm-hmm. They, they have no mm-hmm. fulfillment. Like you and me, we like to learn. We take the time out to read, research, and get networking with people and stuff like that. So our lives yeah. will never be boring because of the fact that we're not doing the same monotonous thing. Like literally, like some, like like one of the things that I changed when I came back to FedEx is get this i said i don't want to own i don't want to basically have a pacific solid route per day so Ooh. i come in mind you hashtag shay suggestion is coming in and i like to be surprised i do the same thing at my job every single day to make it interesting i never know what my route is the next day i love it i so love what it i do my job never becomes monotonous even though some days i have the same route back to back which is fine mm. But there comes a point I will not have that same route 
and I will <laughs> I will have either a tedious challenge route, an easier route, or just one of them long day routes. So mm-hmm. one of the trick things is I make sure that my job now, I was thinking, honestly, I kid you not today, I was thinking like, I'm kind of liking this route. I should make it my route. Everyone like, you know what? No, don't do that. You're doing just fine. And that would be great, but I like the challenge and I like the, you know, the versatility and I make my job, I make my, I make myself an asset by knowing, I know I've done every single route. I think my, my contractor owns about 30 routes. I've done every last single area. They know what area not to put me in. They know what area I like. They know what area I'm strong in, period. So that's, that's literally what it is, you know. Um, I literally don't get the 45 minute ride to your first stop right routes. I got to be at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom talent pole. And I worked my way up. Like I had a game plan when I came back, I said, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take the, I'm going to be, you know, the newbie slash veteran coming back, but I have a game plan to get Excel as if I never left Excel <laughs> as if I never left. And I just had that, ver- everybody still shocked. Like Shay, you don't have your own route. No, I don't. I consistently do that. And I don't think, honestly, I have announced that until this day, uh, unless, I mean, I talked to a few friends and they know that, but literally that challenge for me makes it go on. So that's why I tell my, tell my guests, don't tell me, you know, what the Shea suggestion is because I'm going to rehearse it and I, I, at the same time. So um, before we go into that question, okay. what advice would you give to an entrepreneur that is starting out? You know, I would say, get a mentor, make sure you talk to other entrepreneurs, you know, make sure that you, you understand the the lessons learned, right. Um, Build a network so that you have, you have some connections to be able to ask those questions, right. goes back to the mentor. Um, And second is just don't give up, right. Just make sure that if you truly know you want to set out there and start your own business, then be intentional, set up, you know, align your goals to what you want you know, create that vision board that says, this is what I'm going to do. This is what it, this is what's going to happen. I still want to see me. that vision board. You know, it. <laughs> it's like, just, you know, just do that. And you just have to believe in yourself at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You also need to believe in yourself because that's, that's, what's going to drive you when you believe in yourself. It's amazing the things that can happen. Mm-hmm. So Man, I can't, I can't wait to hear this replay. I, I can't wait to hear this replay. I can't wait to you listen to this replay. Like, oh my goodness, this was a great podcast. So going into the greatest part of this podcast, it's called hashtag Shay Suggestions. This is the part where I get blindsided. I ask the tough, answer the toughest question. Hopefully, I mean, most of my speak, most of my guests have kept it compliant and, you know, mm-hmm. PG and mm-hmm. stuff like that for this for the podcast so um overall ebony has two questions one of these okay. days i might upgrade it to three but for now what's the two question what's the number first question that you have to ask me that you've been, been dying for you've been studying me for four weeks I think, <laughs> Ebony, so i know you got some good fire ones you know so shay what motivates you to do what you do as an entrepreneur what what's what motivates you um, it's the, the inner child of me. I, you know, Jamie, she's one of the visionistas. Um, I just growed up seeing, I had a great working family and my parents were, you know, my dad was a firefighter 
And then my mom was in the Navy for 20 years. And then she became a store clerk. And I just always looked at like, not that I was better than them, but the way that, you know, I knew there was another way to do things. And I, over as time got by and I saw people miserable with their jobs and, you know, how the economy is different, where it's rare for you to keep one job. Like, I mean, literally there was one point, I think in the years of, in between the years of 2010 to 2012, I probably went through like 12 different jobs, like if that and stuff like that. Like there was a point that I didn't want to fill out my resume. I would fill out resume, fill out work experience because it was just like, it was too much. It was too many jobs I went through. And it just, I've walked out of jobs. I've quit jobs. I resigned, never came back. Um, and it just always, I just knew like my, one of the slogans I say now is my mission is bigger than me. So, mm. you know, I have my moments where when I'm even at my nine until I have my moments like, you know, uh, I wish I could be at home all day. Like I'm like literally like it was a breath of fresh air when I did the summit and then I had two days off extra and I was just like high on life and I was working on my business. And I was like that day when I had to go back, I was like, man, but then I, then I basically it triggered me. I said at the end of the day, I, yeah, like, you know, the whole concept I say now is I can't stand when people say just over broke is a job. I say just into blessings. So this mm-hmm. job is a blessing for me because it's going to bless me to get to the, the next stage of what I truly want to do is be a full-time speaker, a philanthropist, and, you know, becoming that true partner for somebody. And yes, I definitely envision myself to be a mom, whether I adopt, whether I do surrogacy, whatever the case may be, and I, that's in my plate, you know, and stuff like that. God right now is aligning everything that I need to align, whether I need to fix up my credit whether I need to relocate, whether I need to just basically keep on working at my business, he is setting things in alignment right now for me. So that's what motivates me when I basically have those imposter syndrome moment. Um, I have those moments like, am I, st- am I on the right path? Am I really on the right path? And that's, that's honestly what motivates me. Like this seeing like, you know, and then it's nothing like seeing that smile, like, oh my gosh, yeah, you, 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 you know, like one of my clients recently said like, yo, I'm having one of those days. I'm like, you know what? It's good take that in, reflect, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, you know, go back at it tomorrow, you know, like, there, like me, I've had days where I'm super exhausted, and I feel like on Sundays is my worst day, like, I'm super exhausted, and then, like, I basically sometimes feel bad, I can't even lift the, I can't lift my legs or nothing like that, it's so over with, I'm not touching a computer, and and it's, it's fine, because the simple fact is, I'm gonna just, you know what, let my body heal, let it rest, and get mm-hmm. back up and keep on going, you know, like it's, that's what it is. So I, I mean, I said this in my webinar the other day is that, you know, you know, like I said, there's a certain segments of stop playing games. It's not about stop living your life. It's about the fact of being more intentional, what you, what it's going to take for you to be where you need to be at. If that means cutting down TV, if that means, you know, I literally had to cancel with one of my, with my god mom yesterday, she wanted to just go grab ice cream. Sorry, can't got business work to do. And that these sacrifices is going to get me to retire my guy mom mm-hmm. it's going to get me to come fly down and meet that da- meet Ab- ebony in dallas officially it's going to get me to the point of you know i mean literally like i mean i got several connects in texas and i'm not even saying that i will relocate to texas but i might do a snowbird thing like he's gonna get after see me being in texas for like a whole month and just going back and forth between texas dallas san antonio houston you know, and there's basically networking with all the people that's in Texas that I know, and it's going to get me into a perspective of, okay, 
that's that's where that's where I need to be at. That's how I'm gonna level up. That's how I'm gonna grow. And mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting like he's connecting me with people that are going to reach me to be the millionaire that I, I mean, mm-hmm. actually billionaire eventually, because I don't foresee me surpassing that. And I'm going to bring people up with me. You know, my favorite number is 10. So 10.10 millionaires is what I'm going to create, you know, and, you know, I, I really believe that. So that's that's 10.10 million. That's what motivates me in, in, in general too. like, have I helped 10.10 million people become millionaires? No. So I got to keep on going. Okay. All right. Well then what keeps you up at night as an entrepreneur? <laughs> uh, not enough work done. Like uh, this gotta be done. That gotta be done. I mean, literally like the summit, we finally closing out the l- little tedious stuff. You know, the video mm-hmm. came, the video came back, sending out to like, one of the things I did is gifted all the speakers, the videos. Mm-hmm. So those videos were spliced and sent out to them and, and they can do whatever they want to do, however they want to repurpose it. And, um, just to, just like, literally like, is it, is everything done? Is this product done? Um, did this person get help? Uh, one of the things I do when I'm on the road is how can I add value to this client? How can I add value to this person? How can I add value to this potential client? How can I add value mm-hmm. to my close loved ones? You know, like I want to be able to have like one of the things that I envision is to have sit down at a table and have all my loved ones. And then they open up a dish and it'd be a check. Ooh, a nice check. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> okay, that's, Oprah. That's, so, <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, I'm gonna make sure that they, they're, they're, they're set up for greatness. You know, that's, you know, that's what I want. You know, I want, I know my guy, mom, she like, literally, like, I literally like, you would have to come down to Buffalo and meet this woman one day because she's just, honestly, she reminds me of a little bit of you, like literally like how y'all just like our goal getters, y'all don't play, you know, like a little bit, like, I mean, y'all love y'all family. I mean, before her mother passed away, you know, I mean, she was a caregiver. She was one of the, her, her and her sisters all had roles and they all rotated. So they didn't even have to put their mom in a nursing home. They all just rotated. Mm, My guy mom had, she would work her principal job and then she would go straight into helping her mom every single night from like five until like nine o'clock at night. And, you know, that was her, that was her shift Sunday through Saturday. Mm. And if she, if she needed somebody to cover her, she would either hire a nurse or she would see if her daughter would sometimes relieve her and stuff like that. But literally that was her shift every single day. I think it was from five to 10 actually. And she would go home and do it all over again you know, and stuff like that. So it was, it's really, really like empowering me to see, we know like my, one of my best friends, you know, she has her one daughter and you know, my other friend, she has twins and she has a daughter, older daughter. And I just love, you know, I want to be able to get them to, they may not be a lot, several of them are not entrepreneur, which is shocking, but at the same time, I don't need all my friends. I don't need all my loved ones to be entrepreneur. I need them to be supportive of me. You know, and stuff like that, regardless of how many times, like, hey, I want to think I want to do this. Before I really figured out my niche and figured out my calling and figured out my mission in life, that's when things start coming to play. And that's when I really started understanding that I'm, I'm ready, you know, and stuff like that. It took me time, but none of my friends called me crazy. They like, Shay, you just great. You're doing <laughs> great things. So bless you. So, thank you. Yeah, that's what keeps me at night. And, you know, wanting to just, wanting to, being patient and antsy of uh, wanting to start great. 
want to be great. That's that's honestly okay. what me up. I like it. I like it. I like it. I hope everyone else does too, because that was great. I'm seeing your face expression when I asked that question. That was awesome. <laughs> you, 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 honestly, you, you did shock me. I didn't expect those two. What keeps you up? And it was, I expect those two. Those was good questions, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, I, before we close out, I'll first, I got to say, Ebony, thank you again for doing this podcast. You have just enlightened me. Um, I definitely got to stay connected. When I come down to Dallas, you know, I definitely want to sometimes I just want to shadow you for like a day, see how you move. I want to, you know, run. With, I'm a, I'm a, how many miles a day do you run? Well, like, today was only three, but sometimes it's okay. five to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, on your three day, three, three mile, we'll catch it. <laughs> so, I mean, even though I want to run a triathlon, but I'm not, I gotta, I gotta get certain other affairs in order before I start okay. training because you can't set yourself up for failure. So you got to get certain right. other you know, like um, I did a, I, you ever heard of 75 hour challenge? Mm-mm. Look no. it up. Look it up. Okay. I did it for 75 days. I think you honestly could do it. I think you honestly could do it because you already kind of sleep. Honestly, you are kind of already doing it a little bit. So it's intense. <laughs> look up 75 hour challenge and okay. I, I, I challenge you to do it. I challenge you to do at least the first, 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 there's four rounds, but, okay. but do at least the 75 round, you know, the okay. other four are 30 days but the the 75 i believe you're already doing it to a certain extent and <laughs> you you can definitely handle it so as okay. we close out um can you tell people how to get connected with you and overall like i mean i i, I love this woman like i fell in love with her after i met her at the conference literally she was like what like literally i said yeah i want you to be part of my conference i mean not my my podcast she's like really like literally, I, I mean, I might ask her to be in my summit next year. Like that's just literally <laughs> how much I love her vibe. I love what she does. And you know, it's women on a mission is, isn't just women that are entrepreneurs. It's women that are go-getters. You know, my um, yeah. accountability partner, Marcy, she, she's, she has her own business, but she actually, run, she actually is an HR professional that is remote too. Y'all got to hook me up okay. with a remote job. Now, I, mean, I mean, I got to <laughs> reach out to my connect job. Like, can you give me a remote job? Well, you know, what's really um, amazing is that because of COVID, um, you're going to find even more so now that companies are really, in order for us to find more diverse talent, uh, companies that are truly vested in diversity, equity, and inclusion are now thinking about how people can work today simply because of COVID. Because when you think about how COVID shut everything down, people couldn't go into an office and work. They had to pivot. They had to be agile. We had to go through a change management so that people could understand how to work at their homes versus coming into an office every day. So think about administrative assistance, customer service, things that required you to be in front of a phone 24 seven or you know during your nine to five, et cetera. All of that changed and you do everything straight from your computer, from making the phone calls, video calling. Think about conferences now where you were going face-to-face to do a, a big conference with over 500 attendees or so. Now you just get on Zoom and you can get a thousand people to attend your meeting now because it's virtual and they never have to leave their home. So what I mean by all of that, Shay, is you can find a job that's remote. More companies today who are truly vested in finding that talent will allow those individuals to work remote. So you can find me. Well, we'll be talking. We'll be talking about that. Okay. So you can. Um, yeah. I mean, I love. Don't get it twisted. But if it if it can be a little bit more flexibility for me to work my nine and the work, be working on my business a little bit 
and you know eventually get to that I, I, I'm, I'm shifting now as a, me becoming a woman on a mission, mm-hmm. man. I mean, she read my chapter, so she, she, she definitely knows, um, how I became a woman on a mission and, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So overall, Ebony, tell people where they can follow you. Of Y'all course. need some motivation. <laughs> just look at her page. Y'all need a bunch of sunshine. <laughs> Just, just go look at Ebony, real talk. Yeah, Instagram, Ebony Travis Tishner, uh, even on LinkedIn, on my professional page, which is Ebony Travis Tishner, or even on Facebook for Ebony Travis. And Twitter, Ebony Happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what my, per- my first name actually means, Happy. I looked it up online, so. I love it, love yep, it. Shereya Shereya thank means you happy. so much. Thank yes, you so much yes. for this opportunity. Really, really, yeah. We gotta follow up. Maybe in a, a when this podcast got like a hundred episodes, I'll bring you back or something like that, and say, "Hey, Love I'm it. having returning guests coming back." You know, that's something I haven't done yet, um, and stuff like that. And I'm just just looking forward to it. Um, going strong. Okay. And when this podcast drops, it's gonna be in the twenty mark and then some. So um, I'm really blessed of how it's keep on excelling and elevating. I'm glad you're part of the journey. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you are going to be successful. You are. You are already successful, but you're just going to skyrocket from here. <laughs> I, I, said I, this my, I said 2021 is my breakthrough year. Like, there you go. I'm telling people a lot of times, like, it's my breakthrough year. My breakthrough year. So, overall, everybody, thank you for again for another great podcast episode. Thank you again, Ebony. This is the conclusion of this podcast. Definitely share your comments and reviews and stay connected with us. Night, everybody. Bye.